This is Dr. David Whitlock with your Monday morning wake-up call, the podcast designed to help people wake up to the possibilities that surround them every day, become the person they're meant to be in Jesus Christ. On this, the fourth Monday in September, which in 1690 was September 25th, the first American newspaper was published. A single edition of public occurrences, both foreign and domestic, appeared in Boston, Massachusetts. However, British authorities considered the newspaper offensive and ordered its immediate suppression. So it had only one edition, one single publication. According to professional genealogist Duncan Keene, the editor, Benjamin Harris, the editor of the paper, had published a newspaper in London but had issues with the authorities and was twice jailed for his, quote, seditious, end quote, pamphlets. So in 1686, he immigrated to the American colonies. He enlisted the help of a local printer, a man named Robert Pierce, and together they produced their four-page newspaper on 25 September 1690 in Boston. Harris announced in the first edition that the paper would offer a broad account of world and local news. Well, the stories in that one edition can provide an incredible look into the life and times of the residents of Boston in that day. It reveals what concerned them most and, to a degree, what life was like. The first article in the paper was about the, quote, Christian Christianized Indians in some parts of Plymouth, end quote, having, quote, newly appointed a day of thanksgiving to God for his mercy in supplying their extreme and pinching necessities, end quote. In 1690, there was no independent nation and no national Thanksgiving holiday here in America, uh, North America, but the colonists and the Christianized Native Americans who were their allies observed periodic days of Thanksgiving. Well, there's a story about illness, including one about smallpox that had recently ravaged Boston. Quote, the number of them that have died in Boston by this last visitation is about 320, which is not perhaps half so many as fell by the former. End quote, referring to the former visitation of smallpox. So they were concerned about illness and its effect on the population just as we are today. A smallpox vaccine, by the way, was at least 100 years away. Another story is about two children, ages 11 and 9, uh, who were allegedly kidnapped by hostile Native Americans. But the story that apparently got the editor, Benjamin Harris, into trouble was the story about an English ship that put in at the wrong port and was attacked by the French and their Native American allies. We have to remember that the French and Indian War did not officially begin until 1754, but we see that even in 1690 there were clashes between the French and English and their respective Native American allies. So, in fact, much of the news for this one-and-done newspaper revolved around the ongoing fighting. Harris was a British citizen, and he used his newspaper to criticize the English, both for their own actions and for not restraining their Native American allies. The British authorities immediately took note, and they moved quickly to suppress the paper. They said the editor had not applied for a proper publishing license. It was almost 100 years later, in 1786, that Thomas Jefferson, writing to a friend, said, Quote, our liberty depends on the freedom of the press, and that cannot be limited without being lost, end quote. More than two centuries after Jefferson's comment, the news media is still seen as a pillar of freedom 
against tyranny. We must be diligent to preserve that. Granted, the newspaper today has declined, mostly if not entirely, due to access to the Internet. But the role of the news media still looms large today, and some try to suppress freedom of information. We talked briefly last week about James Madison as the father of the U.S. Constitution. What became the First Amendment was introduced by James Madison in the first U.S. House of Representatives in 1789 and ratified by the states in 1791. The language of the First Amendment relevant to the discussion says, quote, Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech or the press, end quote. According to AmericanBar.org, the website for the American Bar Association, that is not the way the text actually began. Madison's early draft discussed more fully the protections for the written word. He wrote, quote, The people shall not be deprived or abridged of their right to speak, to write, or to publish their sentiments, and the freedom of the press as one of the great bulwarks of liberty shall be inviolable, end quote. The U.S. Senate edited down that language according to the American Bar Association. Today, a variety of threats challenge First Amendment rights. One of the pressing questions is just how to fit the ever-changing landscape of social media and Internet information sites into an existing First Amendment framework. One issue that is a subject of constant debate is how to treat social media platforms for free speech purposes. The First Amendment, by its terms and by Supreme Court interpretation, applies only to limit government regulation of speech and press. And that means that in today's world, some of the biggest forums for expression, like Facebook and Twitter, are not subject to the First Amendment and may permit or prohibit speech as they see fit. And so even the former president was barred from some social media outlets one of the headlines for the Wall Street Journal just last week, September 14th, reads, quote, Facebook documents reveal secret elite exempt from its rules, end quote, with the subtitle, quote, X-Check program gives celebrities, politicians special treatment with some abuse, end quote. It's an interesting topic one that Christians should be mindful of, especially if and when social media outlets like Facebook and Twitter decide what aspects of religious expression are acceptable and which are not, which some people claim has already happened. And that, my friend, is something to think about. Do that and then come back here next week. In the meantime, you go out and be the person God created you to be. 